Hello, and welcome to another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show, um, uh, it was, uh, this is the show. It's a show. Welcome yeah. to the show. Oh, uh, shit. That's a good opener. Jonathan, how are you? I'm doing great. I went on uh, a field trip, or as my school calls it, field work. Oh, yes. Uh, Just for like the, the first time. Team in uh two years oh wow this was your first one back yeah first one back nice congrats so yeah and i never did any like virtual uh field trips Mm. a lot of places opened up like that you know like you could just take a tour of whatever and but i never did that so this is the first field trip in a while and we went to a farm yeah, and the farm was Ready very for welcoming. social distancing, by the way. Yes, your choice. O- open fields. Uh, we met some baby goats. We met some baby cows. Do, 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 uh, do. But the literal first place they took us hmm. was the the milking room. Oh, and and was it no active cows- at the time? No, okay, no, it was no, not no, active. No cows were being milked. <laughs> no, uh, of course, all the kids wanted to make jokes about um, milking. Oh yeah, because this is always a fun, yeah, you know, hand gesture. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, our so those kids are all mature, expelled. Our super mature children, yeah, uh, were were excited to see that they can milk up to tw- uh, twenty cows. Whoa! In eight minutes. Oh my god! And uh, they that is throughput, man. That's yeah. so and, much. They have 150 cows, um, okay. so they, they go through it, um, and then they were talking about how they artificially inseminate the cows. Oh, gr- oh good. Yeah. So then Mr. Jonathan had to explain to some eighth graders yeah. what artificial insemination was. Yeah. And I got to tell you, it's not something you really think about. Uh, two months into the school year, yeah, that this is something you're going to have to explain. Yeah, the, the the very interesting thing is is that the science with uh, cattle uh, insemination is they have the ability to almost like ninety five percent figure out what gender the cow's going to be. Wow, like, like at time of insemination. Yeah, like they can they can find the I, I don't know i guess the sperm right yeah are going to be highly more compatible to be a female cow oh man uh which is very interesting for a a like a creamery that's what we went to right South Mountain creamery. they want dairy Hashtag. cows yeah uh they want dairy cows so um they they talked about how um that sometimes you can have cows that are twins but mm-hmm. if you have a boy cow and a girl cow twin, the girl is uh, almost 100% likely to not be able to give birth. Interesting. So then that that female cow ends up just being like... A milk cow. 
well not not even a milk cow because you have to give birth to have milk right so uh so she just cow. become food cow yeah which kind of sucks uh i, I mean, always there's, these are some harsh lessons to be yeah. teaching these kids i love eating meat i'm going to say that out sure. loud many people just do to, and just to admit yeah the the my my sins you are not the However, only meat stand for sure true uh but seeing farms just make me sad oh yeah um, have we ever talked about uh when i finally went vegetarian <laughs> no i mean i know you went vegetarian yeah but i didn't so i don't know the producer amy was vegetarian for some years before i i finally did it and okay. uh one of the main things was a fantastic documentary that has it has no commentary whatsoever it's purely just like shots of what happens on farms and uh and i learned uh a lot of those same things about cows only they were showing not telling uh and and some things that even further grossed me out like the way they uh check in on certain cows uh digestive systems uh which is just they they keep a port in the side of the cow mm. yeah just uh that's just an open hole in a cow uh there's a there's a lot that i was like well we don't need to yeah. eat this anymore. Uh, the chicken throwing machines, um, those were pretty epic uh, in terms of getting me to, off of chicken. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I do, I do appreciate that this farm, like, their chickens are strictly just for laying eggs. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all. that They have 16,000 chickens. Oh, that's so many chickens. Uh, but they're not chickens that are like, we're just manufacturing chickens to then, yeah, you know, like these are chickens that just lay eggs, which kind of makes me feel okay a little bit. But seeing yes, the calves... They still got to put just, all those like, chickens somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But the the calves, like the baby cows, yeah. are just like in a, a pen and it's so small mm -hmm. and and it just stinks. Uh, yeah. So that that's that's the thing. Um, they so had that was five... kind of, that ended up being a, a hell of a field trip for these kids. Yeah, well, the best <laughs> Sorry, part field was, was work. At, this does sound like field work. The, I, mean, yeah. I agree. The best part was uh, we got to then go to McDonald's, <laughs> and I don't, I, I don't, I spoiler alert, hmm. I don't have any spoilers, so okay. I don't know the connections because I didn't ask. Right, but. I do know that the eighth grade team has some sort of connection onto why we went to a farm uh, and then went to McDonald's. So yeah. there is some sort of connection. I don't know. <laughs> Was what it, it to like immediately confront them? I mean, McDonald's is still so far removed from the animals that you saw. Even yeah. if you saw it being processed, it's like, well, there's a lot more stuff that goes from making a, a, a cow carcass into yeah. McDonald's beef because that's even I, more. I want to say or chicken McNuggets for heck's sake. Yeah, like it had something to do with sustainability and okay. mass producing. I yeah. think that's the connection. Um, we did get ice cream at the creamery, which was very exciting. Um, it was yep. a two day. It's a it's a two day field work where uh, the they cut the they cut the kids. They didn't cut them physically in half, but they cut the, the groups <laughs> in half. Goodness. Yeah, uh, and they can't do that the so first the, one back, right? 
the uh my group went to the creamery and to the mcdonald's and Mm -hmm. then the other group went to a farm where they actually like did actual farming so like they Uh planted stuff they like they also like stuff Yeah, yeah they were ready to go they uh the kids came back today and were like we ate radishes right out of the ground Oh, and I was like, oh, oh, what did what did that taste like? Dirt. It tasted like dirt. Yep. yep. That's but that's uh, what radishes taste like. That, that's so. what radishes taste like. Yeah. So it was fresh. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I went Monday because mm. I knew we were getting ice cream and I knew we were getting yeah. McDonald's. So you so did not I, switch. Yeah, I did not go. I did not go today with the group. Uh, <laughs> the fun part was we came back to school and the power was out until the end of the day oh so that was fun i got to come back and teach my eighth grade class and we were literally by flashlight just oh my goodness doing doing our thing so was there, was there and, any word about what was going on there infrastructure problems uh no it, everybody was out when we got home when i got home uh we saw the power was out so i live about five minutes away from school yeah so well, that it was a larger fairly widespread yeah yeah it was a larger thing i didn't i didn't press or ask uh but that has been my recent um how are you doing where are things i'm pretty good i guess been uh, enjoying what we call the last month of summer uh mm-hmm. <laughs> october everyone's favorite final month of summer uh basically i don't know if we've talked about this on the show uh but part of like coming back into the world after we got vaccinated uh amy and i started making sticky notes for like achievements in the world to go do and i did not know about that uh yeah it's like restaurants that we remember uh enjoying or having learned about since we stopped going out um you know stores uh that we've been meaning to go to museums or other shows we've been meaning to check out usually it's outdoor stuff uh, especially lately we we did some indoor stuff like early summer when all the numbers were low and then we stopped doing that um, but we realized that we have all of these sticky notes, uh, and the, the summer's over and it's going to get cold <laughs> and we're not going to want to sit outside in the hutches. So, mm. so there's, uh, there's some pressure on now it's getting colder. It's, uh, this week is last week was like all seventies. So actual summer weather this week, it's all mid sixties is the highs. Yeah, I'm so, very excited about it. Uh, yeah, it's it's great fall weather, although it is like uh, it's, you know, sit out and have the one food and the one drink and not like mm. the one food and the two or three drinks because it because you get chilly. You get chilly. Just you get chilly. Yeah. But that's why you get some good food. Well, I mean, that's great. But that food also call it calls all cold. the it calls the blood into your stomach. And oh, your, yeah, yeah. Your body's like, uh oh. I'm trying to work on this food, but also you're freezing. What's happening? Uh, I don't know. It's, you know, it's different. And so we're just going to we're going to see that decline of like fun things to do outside. Do we just end up getting more hot toddies? Yeah, I think that is uh, that's a fine prescription. You know, mm-hmm. you know, fend off the cold for as long as possible. Bundle up. I in Baltimore. I really learned how to layer, and mm-hmm. uh, and so like you know, bring those extra layers. Bring the scarfs and the hand warmers, and uh, you know, we can we can ride it out. But uh, yeah, we're we're pretty sure like come November we'll have had enough of it, and that's only a couple weeks away. Yeah, that's literally just a, like two weeks away. Yeah, uh, I guess our other big thing since it's October, uh, did I tell you that we now subscribe to the Shutter video streaming service? Stop it. 
There's yeah. enough horror film stuff on every other. But this is where, right, and of course, and it's like, that's where the classics are. Amazon's got mm-hmm. your, you know, Gremlins and uh, whatever, the movies you remember. Okay, wait, is, is, is this sort of like the Hallmark Channel of Halloween it's, movies? It's okay. uh, almost. So what's interesting is they've got a small collection of Halloween movies, and they keep, like, shuffling some things in and out of that as the month goes by. But they really have, like the old obscure stuff that's like this this was uh the director in the 60s that like started making these movies that became what other people used as templates for slasher fix that or yes slasher flicks uh that you know about and so like uh dario argento is a big one Uh, mario bava is another um you know, uh, you know who Jennifer Connelly is, the actress mm-hmm. Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Uh, did mm-hmm. you know that before Labyrinth, she was in a film by Dario Argento called uh, Phenomena, where mm-hmm. like a very young, like baby Jennifer Connelly plays uh, the daughter of a famous actor who is sent to a bizarre European, or sorry, Scandinavian, uh, a faraway boarding school in in I guess what we would now call the EU, uh, and. There is a, a murderer who is killing the young girls of the school. Uh, also, the um, the school management is r- really terrible. And one of the first things they do when anything goes wrong with her is they literally try to have her committed. Uh, but she also talks to and can see through the eyes of bugs. And so she ah. uses her bug powers to, like, solve this crime in, in like just like way too much detail like it, this is not like uh you know a young adult power fantasy like watch how cool she is with her superpowers a lot of this movie is like watch jennifer Connolly struggle to do tasks that like normal people don't really know how to do like how do you steal a boat and like right. she's a 12 year old kid who's like trying to figure out how to get a boat started uh very intense there are some uh really intense moments in there uh but most impressive was that she did so many scenes where she just let bugs crawl on her and was like hello oh i love you you're my friend uh and never flinched she was always just like i love you i love you anyway a dario argento film so one of the famous Uh, i am not a fan of horror films Mm. however I did recently just watch Evil Dead, the original. The original, ooh, yeah. Yes. Now, I have a question. Great. And I don't know if you can answer this. Okay. But I'm going to put it out there into the world. Let's, let's do it. So, in, in Evil Dead, mm-hmm. everybody dies but Ash. Yep. Like, Bruce Campbell survives. Yep. Sort of. Then we go, then we go to Evil Dead 2. Yes. And he, Ash is... Ash is taking his girlfriend to a cabin. Yeah. Where he discovers everything again. Yeah. Evil Dead, 2, Evil Dead 2 is a remake. Okay. So so the sequel yeah. to Evil Dead yes. is a reboot. Is a re- is a reboot e- starring the same character. Starring the same character. Yeah. And they said, okay, here's what we need to do. We we need to have Ash have a love interest because there's got to be some sort of emotional connection. Right. But then also, it's complete... because it's a great way to screw with him. <laughs> like... Right. And then we're going to completely change the entire movie. Yes. By explaining the book. Right. That 
uh, giving then, yeah, giving the book a, a reason, a why, yeah, and then we get yeah, the, the daughter, uh, the daughter yeah. of the scientist, scientist, the right. daughter of the historian that discovered the book and, and uh, read it. And then the, because then you go you go batshit crazy on the third movie, right? Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Yeah. When he goes back in time. Yeah. Because they misused um, the book and they didn't right. they didn't close they didn't send the evil to another dimension. They sent the evil and <laughs> like the whole woods back in time. It's just wild to me to think that I, I guess Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 is the like maybe the history's first reboot. <laughs> right? Like Probably not actually, but like of uh maybe of franchises that are still around because I, I don't know if you're aware but they've been making a they, series they did the ash versus the evil dead yeah yeah uh, which i oof, which i can't recommend i don't know yeah they, no it's a gross out show uh yeah but yeah but, the but so I, like what i do know about these uh i used to really i i love the evil dead series and uh like had them on vhs tried to learn you know more about the stuff in the days before the internet uh, now it's all just out there. But my understanding was like Evil Dead was very much a years long labor of love project of By just Sam like, Raimi. like yeah. yeah, and 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 literal family like his brother is in it. Uh, yeah, um, I think in both of them. But um, like worked super hard to string this thing together and uh, pissed off a lot of people when they did it. Like it was held up as an example of like you know the moral fabric of our country is degrading. Um, and Evil Dead 2 was basically like, well, now I have money and this is how I would have done it differently. And like, who cares? It was still a low budget, right, like, yeah. like low budget, small team film. So they just said like, uh, screw it, we'll do it better. And God knows why they released it as if it was a sequel. Sequel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, we're talking, I think it was like 81 was Evil Dead. And I think 84, 85 was Evil Dead 2. Okay. But yeah. I I really, I do, I really think when you think about how it is, I mean, technically it is a sequel. I challenge anyone right now, I'm laying it down, to find okay. me an earlier version of a reboot like that. Mm. I don't think you're going to be able to find it. I have one, one for you. Okay, go ahead. I have one for you. It's um, do you remember the famous Will Smith uh, solo Alone in New York movie? I am Legend. Yes. Uh, all right. So that movie has been made twice before. Uh, once uh -huh. in the fifties with um, or was it might have been yeah fifties or sixties with um. Oh no, what's his name? Famous. It's not Bella Lugosi, it's the other famous guy who's in all the things. Uh I'm so embarrassed. He's he's adorable. Uh I mean not really. But let's see. I am legend. Uh and so it's been made twice. Once as I am legend. Okay. I think once uh as the Omega Man, which starred um Charlton Heston and and but, had a slightly different uh, thing but these are all tellings you know what though they are all tellings of a novel so okay so it's maybe the same I take, novel yeah so I take this back I think that maybe doesn't hit your point which is I, taking something that's like an original film series and then redoing right, it redoing it because there are lots of like stories that got made and then got remade from like yeah. the early days of film to you know like pretty much every technology bump or every generation yeah. of new hollywood stars uh they come back through 
Yeah, I guess we we would need to decide like what a re what what constitutes a reboot. Because you look at like Halloween now. Oh, it's Vincent Price. And That's who I was. Vincent Price got it. It's The Last Man on but, Earth, nineteen sixty four. Omega Man, nineteen seventy one. So only five years apart. Uh, yeah. And then uh, when when did they make I Am Legend? But it was in the. But it's the same story. Two thousands, right? Yeah, it's the same story. Uh, like a disease ravages the planet and there is one man left alive as so far as he thinks who is like scavenging out a life in the city amongst all of these predatory monster people uh with different levels of like overt racism built into the story and the plot uh, Fine. which like i'm legend obviously tried to address some of that right with the casting of will smith and changing it to be more overtly about vampires uh the, the omega man one is particularly bad the Charlton Heston movie were like mm, they were almost leaning into like black exploitation memes with the uh with, you know the the vampiric Ugh. folks cuz they yeah. they uh they had a society they weren't like you know uh zombie vampire types they they were just like the 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 uh the scary other with the funny music that they listened to <laughs> i don't know don't watch Omega Man is all I'm saying. And don't yeah, support Charlton Heston. Don't do it, guys. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So that was... I think that might be the only horror film I watch. Maybe I'll watch Jason versus Freddy. That do you like any I... of the funny ones? Like uh, Shaun of the Dead? I've seen Shaun of the Dead once. And I think I'm good with it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And That's I fair. love, like, Frost and, and, and Penn. They're, they, they make me yeah happy um i just i don't know I, i'm more of a, a comedy guy like i'll watch a bad comedy or yeah. a musical uh what, what i'm learning is that we uh in our house i didn't think we were that into most horror like i'm i'm not a great gore person if it's like really obvious silly stuff fine but like when there's stuff with medical procedures yeah, happening yeah, on yeah, screen yeah. like i put my hand up i can't deal with the the blood when it's real like that. Uh, and I don't like found footage stuff, it turns out. Like, it really creeps me out, the first person. Yeah. Um, but there are so many, like, just weird horror movies or, like, things that are strung together in just the most tenuous ways. Like, it's really fun to watch a horror movie and be like, okay, I see what you're trying to do there. <laughs> but uh, this is just a bad film. And, like, bad and film. really enjoying those moments. Or maybe not a bad film, but, like, they had different sensibilities about how film should do. And, and now we live in 2021. Uh, to, to round this all out, mm -hmm. uh, one of the students asked a question about the woods mm. uh, where the, the, the cows were and said if there was a fence that blocked the cows from the woods. Oh ah, yeah. And and our, our tour guide said there there is an electric fence, but there's not like, it's not that big. It's just to keep the, the cows from going away. Got it. And so I looked at her and I said, You asked that question because of the zombies, right? And she was like, Oh yeah, because that wood is crawling with them. I know for sure. Uh, I want to know and, what you're keeping out, not what you're keeping yeah, in. Not, yeah. So that was, I mean, the whole time it was this is definitely where the governor used to live and just bringing it all back to the, the walking dead. And it was all like, right. Yeah. Plant, like, Oh my goodness. I could live here forever. There's so many cows. They just keep getting born. You could plant things. <laughs> they got corn. Like 
This is yeah. the perfect place for Def the zombie apocalypse. Defensible and survivable. There you go. Uh, I, was, I will say uh, the Walking Dead series is one that uh, I think put me off of some kinds of horror for a long time. Especially once I once I finally clicked with the fact that they were, they were trying to do Breaking Bad but zombies. Where like everything is always about creating the most anxiety in the viewer possible. Yeah. Then I was just like, oh, I can let this go. Like I don't have to. I don't have to feel like I need to watch this. I got mad at the show, even though I knew in the comic books that Negan kills Glenn. Mm. When when spoilers for that's. Me. I mean, you should know it by now. Uh, <laughs> But when they did it, I was so mad at Negan. Mm -hmm. I just I stopped watching. And then they like made him part of the face of their marketing. Like he's I, he's well, such a he, main character to their yeah promo materials. Uh, he he is now a very well because Rick left. Uh, Rick Lincoln left. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did. He he left. Uh, Andrew Lincoln left the show. Uh, to go make the movies that may or may not ever be seen, I guess. Mm. It feels like forever ago. Oh, wow. But uh, oh, So case? they didn't kill off his character. He's just... No, no, no. He's... Yeah, so the helicopters that we saw in the beginning... I'm not caught up on this show, by the way. Okay, so I have, I have no so, clue. Anyway, he, he was taken away by the people. Uh, but right. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, such a great actor, mm. but everybody fell in love with Megan. And then the, it's like uh, IG, he's a psychopath. Yeah, IGN had a whole uh, a whole article recently about the the Negan uh, Maggie issue, where like some people are like they should they should just hook up now, and it's <sighs> like no, no. Anyway, yeah. we could talk about this for days, but we can't. Uh, we can't. Uh, because we have to go. Uh, yeah. And speaking of uh, having to go, wow, we're we're running late compared to our new schedule. Uh, starting next week, uh, we're going to try. Uh, let me not promise anything, but if we if we do continue weekly episodes, which I would love to get back to, uh, we're going to do them a little earlier uh, because I uh, have I just have stuff to do. You know, it's no big deal. Uh, so we'll probably be doing these around 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so look for that. I expect that if you keep track of these at all, uh, kind viewer, it is through Facebook notifications telling you that we're live. Mm -hmm. And so just continue to let Facebook do that. <laughs> and don't worry about it. They'll always be online uh, here where we post them uh, on Facebook uh, and they keep the videos up afterwards. But also, more importantly, on our website at wehaveToask.com where you can tell us What's been going on with you? How are you spending the last month of summer? Uh, are you getting creepy styles and putting up ghosts and ghouls all over your house? Are you are you are you gonna do something for Halloween? What is that gonna be like? Uh, let us know. You can tell us on our website at wehavetoask.com or on our Twitter or Facebook at we have to ask. And uh, and we just always want to know. You know, we're insatiable in that way. Mm -hmm. um, you might say a little little nosy. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week, Jonathan. Okay. Any any final thoughts? Uh, remember to tie your shoes. Oof. Good advice. Good advice. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. This has been another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty, and I'm Jonathan. And as always, just ask. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Uh, which means that credits are go.
This has been another episode of We Have to Ask Live. Like the this is Amy and Avery Lobsters. Thanks to the guys in chaos. This is our team spot new day. Check them out on iTunes and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and review. It really helps. Join discussion online at We Have to Ask Com or on Facebook and Twitter at We Have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksbox Network at Peaksbox.com. Oh, nice word. I uh I went to feel the screams. Oh. Like one an actual haunted house outside. Yeah, the best part was one of the places you went to had wrestling theme songs being played. <laughs> what does that have to do with? Were you absolutely nothing? Were you being hunted by the wrestlers? I, I wish. God, that would have been fun. <laughs> hey, this is Chris, and this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We have to ask. I gotta be honest with you. I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask, you and I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. Sometimes, they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy, do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.